trampoline park. There was a bunch of 16 year olds enforcing the rules. This would be perfect for our kids. So I was like, that's a win. There's nothing in our community. That's another win. We don't need fingerprint cards to work there. <laughs> yes, that helps. Yeah. As a mom who has birthday parties, like the worst thing is the cleanup afterwards. We were the only trampoline park to open in the entire United States in 2020. And I opened the doors with nine staff ready to go and like four people walked in the door. And I was like, what in the heck? This is the Sprinter Mom with Lashes On podcast. Lashes done, Momager. lashes on, uh, Sprinter Mom, lashes on, mm -hmm. has arrived. Uh, how has your podcast been going? <laughs> <laughs> I actually, the other day, uh, you were listening to one of my podcasts, and then I'm pretty sure you said, there's no substance. <laughs> and I was like, I, I never know. <laughs> no, there is lots of substance. It's just like I've heard these stories for 17 years and now the whole world gets to experience it and it, you know like the husband i'm not gonna lie there was, this, there was this thing about a few days ago where you started telling a story and it our house is very big and long and you you were telling a story in the kitchen a long story and i left i went all the way to our room went to the bathroom <laughs> for not more than a minute or two. <laughs> and I came back and you were still on the story. And I just went, mm hmm <laughs> Was I talking to someone else or you? Just me. <laughs> oh my gosh, I was still talking? It, my stories are long. So long. Thanks for inviting me on. <laughs> yes. So we are here talking about um, the ninth time I hired my wife mm -hmm. for another business venture. Mm -hmm. We are talking about how we opened up a trampoline park and as one of our businesses. So we wanted to share how we started it, why we started it, and ultimately why we ended up selling our park after three years. Yes. So uh, we, you want to start how we started it? And I would say that um, you always know when Ryan's looking into something because he starts like dropping little hints here and there. Mm -hmm. I gotta um, sell the idea to you. Like when he was talking about the gym, he was like, oh, this is so great. I'm watching this. Did you see Mark Wahlberg? Like he's like, he'll start dropping hints when he's already been thinking about it probably for a few months. Mm -hmm. And we actually took our son Maddox to a birthday a, party. A birthday party at a sky zone. Actually, it was a different trampoline no. park. Yeah. So the way we went into it is we went. We lived in an area of town where there wasn't necessarily any family entertainment. So we had to drive 30 minutes just to get to uh, any place to have a decent birthday party for kids. Yeah, so we, we would have, drive to Avondale from yeah. Levine. So we drove 30, 40 minutes to go to a, a, one of these parties and we walk into this trampoline park and there are kids everywhere. And I'm looking at this, I'm looking at the sign, I'm like $17 for an hour and a half plus socks, man. This is expensive. And these kids, there's everywhere. Everywhere you look, there are like hundreds of kids jumping around. And I'm like, oh, well, I'll do it too. And I ended up being drenched in sweat, ended up having a blast. But the whole time, as a business person, I'm always like doing the math in my head of how much it costs or how much money they're making for this one hour that I'm here. And how much I think, okay, the rent of this 20,000 square foot facility is probably $17,000. Um, plus utilities and got eight staff here and I'm doing the math. I mean, but Sarah is just enjoying herself uh, icy and I'm doing the math of how much this 
this cost to run this place. Yeah, but then you're the person who calls the owners yes, and meets them oh, in yeah. person. And or we'll be out of town in California and you're like, hey, there's this uh trampoline it, park. Let's go take a tour and so, talk to the owners. You yes. take it too far all the time. <laughs> and too far, and then we end up building our own. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So actually that's a good reminder. I forgot. So through that process, I was this is awesome. And we had Ohana at the time, we had a couple homes and I was looking for a place that I can employ my kids that are in foster care in a group home. Say, what's a job I can train them in that could be a good job and uh, give them opportunity that I could train up even the managers so they could support the kids. And I was like, oh, trampoline park. There was a bunch of 16 year olds enforcing the rules. This would be perfect for our kids. So I was like, that's a win. There's nothing in our community. That's another win. We don't and, need fingerprint cards to work there. <laughs> yes, that helps. Yeah. I don't yeah. know why. Your, your card is fine. I know. I know. But I mean, there's a lot of rules that come from working in social services. Yeah. And so we were like, what kind of job could be a trade and or no, something? Yeah. No fine. government contracts, just yeah. whips and sales and things like that. Yeah. So yeah, we, we ended up getting connected with a local trampoline park in town. I somehow got the phone number of the owners of them. We ended up going, so we got slid into their DMs and we went over to their house in Chandler. That and let me tell you, I mean, I love our house, but I would move into their house <laughs> yes, in I a heartbeat. And I was like, oh, is this what trampoline parks do? <laughs> Bring it on. I know. That sold us quick. They had like six in town and we mm. we had a, um, a location that I drove past a hundred times and knew that this was going to be the spot. I even shared it with that couple who owned all these parks and they were all about it and pretty excited for the opportunity. But then as time went on, I was like, I think they're going to, they wanted like 50% of the equity of this business. And I was like, that's too much. And I, and they wanted to have all control. And for me, they also I, had never franchised before. Yes. They did it on their own. And I, you know, I don't like being controlled. I'm not good at not being in charge. I'm not good at ha like 50, 50 or, or we were going to be minority owner that, that freaked me out. Yeah. Yeah. So that wasn't going to work. Uh, but then we ended up looking at other franchises or we got like Urban Air. We looked at Jump Street, um, but then ended up falling in love with Sky Zone, the brand. And we went to. Had Maddox's birthday party at one of them. Yes. I started connecting with the franchise, getting to know it, went on a discovery day. That's mm -hmm. kind of a first step for a, tr a trampoline or any type of franchise. Typically do a. a discovery day where you go out, look at the brand, get the ins and outs of marketing, get the ins and outs of how operations work, meet with a bunch of people and say, okay, is this a good fit for our life? So I took a friend of mine out to Chicago, really enjoyed it. Then said, Sarah, we got it. We got to make this happen. It's only going to cost a couple million dollars. You think you went to <laughs> Chicago? You went to New Orleans. Oh, remember? yeah, that was even better. That, that was another time. Oh, my gosh. She wow. is. She, I Sarah really get gets irritated. very salty. Yes, yeah, Sarah. So irritated when yeah. I miss out on things that I've never been to before. And even if he goes for a night and doesn't even stay the night, I'm like irritated if yeah. I haven't experienced This is a it. marriage. This is a marriage 17 years in that if we. <laughs> I, go, I travel a good amount for work, you know, to help provide for our family and our life and all the all our children <laughs> that you have and we and the lashes that you love. So I have to provide for our family and involve some travel. And I like to go places and do the things. And man, if New Orleans, I was like downtown at the uh, what is it? Bourbon Street or something? Uh, don't even say the words. It's fine. <laughs> Regardless, you went out, did your discovery. Yes. Proceed. <laughs> and we knew that this. OK, so then we knew we wanted to uh, do a franchise with Sky Zone. 
Um, this was in like 2018 at the, at the time. And we ended up not even getting to open till 2020. Um, it took two years of typically when you, what I have learned is that when you have an idea to actual day opening, opening, it usually takes about a year. You can maybe go quicker, but there are so much due diligence process, finding the real estate. And especially when this real estate for Trampoline Park is 24,000 square feet. This is significant cost, a lot of negotiations. And then when we finally got the space, we had to work with the city for almost eight months to the, let them approve the type of use that we wanted to. But the building that we had was actually an old Mervyn's. So it was like a 100,000 square foot building that ended up getting chopped up into smaller units. And this, the, the wall, they wanted a firewall in between each of the uses and the city wasn't approving it. And then it was in the middle of COVID, so there was nothing happening. And I finally found one of our neighbors actually worked for the city and would knock, oh, that's right. knocked on their door. Knocked this, on the door. <laughs> yeah, it was eight months in. I was like, hey. And so he ended up, um, I, befriend, I befriended him and ended up getting things in motion. And our daughter, I thought it was going to fall through. I took her to the parking lot and said, hey, baby, do you see that little sign of uh, Sky Zone? I'm hoping and praying we get to open it this year. And she said, one of her first times ever praying out loud and she prayed for mm -hmm. that. And literally it was probably a month later that we got approval from the city. Yeah, I was like, baby. You're like, it was Brooklyn's prayer. <laughs> oh, the power of a 10 year old's prayer. Mm -hmm. So we opened it in the middle of COVID. We were the only trampoline park to open in the entire United States in 2020. And because uh, <laughs> we like to do, there's only, we, only, we always like to do everything challenging. <laughs> And I was not a big mask person. You know, talk about terrible timing. <laughs> yes. Oh, and we all wore skies on masks. Skies <laughs> yeah. on made masks to like match the socks. <laughs> and you would like jump and get sweaty and be like, well, <laughs> yes. it's awful. Yes. And we, uh, we, it was a cool thing. Like we, I worked on getting a, a small business loan um, with, uh, and I ended up having to get a couple of small uh, investors to kind of help be a part of that to make sure there was enough cash because this was the biggest business and investment that we've ever done. Like it ended up being $2.5 million to get this thing up and going. And I estimated 1.7. So it always takes longer and costs more money. And it was very, very challenging. Um, it, but it was so, well, what was so rewarding, at least for me, was the opportunity for us to build out like this vision, what we had for the park. Yeah. And we got to pick out all the different attractions that we really enjoyed. We had our kids even pick out their own attraction that they wanted. And we even put on the wall of the building um, a thing that we always pray over our kids. We always tell our kids when they go to bed, it says, you are strong, you are brave, you are kind. So we made that sign in the front lobby. So if you ever see it, go there. It says, you are strong, you are brave, you are kind, you are Sky Zone. Yeah. Yeah, we kind of merged it <laughs> yeah. into a sky zone saying, but also a center's way. A center's way. So what was your favorite experience at? Um, I think it? my favorite part was one knowing about it before it came around, which was kind of not great because of course I was like in the whole mommy groups and was like, Ooh, it's coming. And then it was like, Hey, two and a half years later, by the way, um, <laughs> the yeah, the was very I have like so much respect for people that take on like those huge, um, 
business businesses or corporations or the things that are like from the ground up and it just takes forever. Um, mm-hmm. But I would say my favorite part was you being a birthday party opening host. Opening up. No, not being a birthday party host, although that's okay. As a mom who has birthday parties, like the worst thing is the cleanup afterwards. And I would say that hosting it at a trampoline park or somewhere else and letting a party host do it is fabulous. So that was one of my favorite things that we brought that into the Levine community, not just for our sake, for all the freaking kids that we have, but for everyone around that could book parties and then not have a terrible mess in their house. Um, but I just loved the chance to take the kids there, especially during COVID too, because even though it was hard to open, all of the kids were at home learning Mm. and they had no way of getting out and having physical activity. And so shorts, sports, everything was closed. And so going to sky zone and being able to play was just so rewarding and being able to zone out as a parent and use the free Wi-Fi was fabulous. Yeah. And I remember we, they're probably two of my favorite stories. Uh, well, a few was one, we had one of our kids at Ohana. She became one of our all-star party hosts and she was 17, 18 years old at the time. Her name was Saru and still talk to her to this day. Uh, and she would light up when she would host a birthday party. And someone that she would say that I haven't had an opportunity maybe to have enough parties on my own, my own life, but to be watching her have such excitement to give that gift to these kids. And she get on the microphone and sing happy birthday to them in front of 20 in a 24,000 square foot facility with hundreds of people and everyone cheer was so beautiful. Mm -hmm. She even was there for um, the grand opening and the ribbon cutting and what an honor that was. And another thing was hosting parties for our kids. Mm-hmm. It's like I love taking our business and being able to create special moments for our kids. Like we shut down the park sometimes to our small group or their our kids' uh, school or their or their youth group and or be their able sports to, teams having celebration. Yeah, and just having cool moments like that was something so rewarding. Yeah, and then we ended up using that even using the the building for um, all our staff staff meetings meetings because it was such big space. That was that was so good. And uh, getting to know all the staff and the team and watching these young staff become great people. We had some great leaders a part of that for a long time. Yeah. What would you say were some of the biggest? I mean, you were involved in the beginning. Yes. um, And then the biggest challenges that you faced doing it. I don't think I was a part of the challenges because yeah. I didn't really have to do the any of the hard work of starting it. Um, I I like to do the decorating or the fun stuff. Um, and you're I, very good at that. I actually don't like to know any <laughs> details that could make me nervous. <laughs> That's true. So finances we have, we have are legal. We used to be in the business together and you used to love to know all the details of the business and the money. And now you really don't want to be involved. Like you have enough in your brain and enough. Yeah. And enough kids to keep track of. And actually, I do remember almost one of our first weeks open. Mm -hmm. um, I specifically recall a kid falling on the wipeout and his bone being like. And um, 
after seeing that and we calling, signed a waiver, there yeah, was don't no, worry. we're not but at fault. We had it. However, knowing the legal stuff that comes with that and the no. medical and all that, I was like, holy cow, I don't want to know anything yeah. anymore. So that's. Yeah, I think there has been probably a shift in as we have had opportunities to talk to a lot, a lot of other business uh, owners who are married, who do ministry together or do business together. You have to honestly learn your roles and what what tolerance you have for certain things. Yeah. So for Sarah, she loves the relational side. Um, she loves to be able to decorate and create those those moments in that cultural piece. But the business side for her, it gives a lot of anxiety. A lot of anxiety. Like anything I, I want to attend the or, events. I want to plan. You don't want to know if someone's fired. Nope. You don't even want to know if someone's in trouble. Nope. 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 It's, and there's always someone in trouble. I know. Yeah. Well, or some, I, there's always when you get that many employees, there's always going to be some kind of. When I see employees through. on their cell phone, I won't even call it out, even she, though it's not. She'll okay. text me. Hey, there's an employee yes. over there doing that. I'm anti-conflict, anti. Yes, you are. All things. But I think for me, my one of my biggest learnings um, through this experience is that the first day we opened. We just posted it on social media. Hey, we're open. And it reached like 12 people. And I opened the doors with nine staff ready to go. And like four people walked in the door. And I was like, what in the heck? I'm like, I'm ready to ring this register. <laughs> this thing cost two and a half million dollars. And hardly anyone showed up. And I started to panic. And I was like, oh, shoot. So immediately I got on social media, started like, and figuring out the marketing side of this, mm. which was a new skill that I really had to learn and develop. Yeah. Because the way trampoline parks, the way you market this, it's all about guest count, getting enough guests in the st into the park. And for us, the guests, uh, the average park maybe has 6,000 guests a month. When we first opened, we had 100, but then we ended up getting up to 7,000 guests a month. So and the average guest was like $22 and they per visit, which was great. And then we would move there, move from that saying, okay, can we get this guest to come back, come more than once a, once a year? The average guest would come once to twice a year to a trampoline park. Now can we get them like four times a year? And what does that look like? So there's a lot of not just psychology, but intentionality that you build with programs and with memberships and, um, retaining your your members through this experience and so for me i'm a psychologist and this is a new skill so it took a lot of learning of like wow all right this is um this is a significant uh feat, feat. <laughs> and uh and the 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 nut to crack on this was hundreds of thousands well over six like six digits of how to how much it costs a month to run so that means you got to get people in the park and you got to make sure it's a good experience. Mm -hmm. So um, that was a definite learning. Um, it probably took us six months to be able to really get cooking with gas to get the right people in the door. And um, yeah, it was, it's been that was a that was fun, but then also a challenge, especially as Sky Zone grew and then our main life of, of Ohana. Ohana was growing exponentially and then our family too. So how do you come to a place where you have multiple things growing and you can only do so many things really 
well. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I was just doing none of it really that well. Do you ever notice that? Uh, I do notice that you try to, you do a really good job of managing your day and saying from this hour to this hour, I'm like all in at work. Um, and then when you come home, you're present dad, a present husband at home. However, adding in additional businesses has been harder on your home life mm -hmm. or um, people saying, well, I don't have enough of Ryan's attention. I haven't met with Ryan enough this month or the check-in. So I think it's it's just more added to your plate and yeah. you can't do it all. Yeah, I was like, I think in reality, my plate should be about a normal dinner plate, but I was trying to make it like a buffet style plate. Yeah. And when it comes to business, it's fine to have multiple businesses. Within Ohana, we have multiple companies within one entity. However, multiple business verticals is the biggest challenge, at least for me, was the mental shift from social services, working with the government, providing care for kids, which is my everyday life and everything I do, then going, okay, how do we promote birthday parties? And how do we get memberships here? And what kind of cool events do we do with, with at night with the teenagers? Okay, then go over here to, all right, gyms, how do we make sure people lose weight and do this? And then go back and forth. Hey, we have a kid that's struggling in this. It's like just a hard mental shift over and over again. Mm -hmm. And you can't do that many things. You can't do that many things well. And it ends up becoming so exhausting versus if I would have built multiple businesses that just stack on top of each other, that complement each other, that are all like for us, Ohana, now you have this type of service and this type of service delivery that's slightly different, but doesn't force your brain to have to just change the type of marketing, change the type of guests. Okay. Like huge direction shift. Yeah. Okay, here, get 7,000 people in the park this month. And the gyms here, you need to get someone that's around $180 a month to come work out at a gym. That's a different type of guest that you need to foster the lead, get the sale through. That's different versus getting a kid's birthday party there. It's versus, also a different type of marketing. Oh, totally different. Yeah. And sales. And then, okay, now this one's developing relationship with city officials and state officials and um, insurance companies. It's like... That's the stupid, honestly, the, for me, is what is the stupidity of what I let our life get to mm. because I couldn't do everything well um, and everything was just okay. And so what it affected is profitability of the business. Uh, didn't get my full attention. My staff, I had an amazing team, but they were stretched. Like some of our greatest people, like, hey, can you go manage Sky Zone and this other business and this business and oversee all the general managers. Well, that's a lot. But they would. They would do it. They did it's, it. It's but it was challenging for yeah. sure. So I think for us, that was kind of a place as we were kind of thinking through this. I had a big epiphany in my life about December last this year or November. Well, I think it was before then because when you want to start something you start thinking about it months ahead and when you want to stop something you start thinking about it months right. ahead so i think it was fall sometime mm -hmm. so we had this trampoline park for three years mm -hmm. um profitable it could be making more money um if it had our more attention 
But then I noticed that there was God's grace and God's um, blessing on Ohana. And it was growing and growing and growing. And for me, I only got so much of me to give. And I got this huge family and huge life. And something had to give. Mm -hmm. And how do I, and if I, I got this word from a, a mentor friend of mine. He says, Ryan, you're super skilled, but like your diversification is going to kill you. Mm. And he says, you have to narrow your focus to broaden your impact. Narrow your focus because then from that, you'll broaden your impact. And for me, it was a re realization that I have to, like it's like the pruning back of a rose bush. If I want the roses to grow and be beautiful, I got to cut back some of the branches or the sucker branches that are getting taking all my energy and mm -hmm. taking all my staff's energy and my maintenance department's energy and everything that's causing the work. I need to cut it back so that it can grow and be something beautiful because what God wants is the fullness and excellence and a business that is thriving and impacting the world. And maybe this part of the business isn't for me right now. Yeah. So to for me, narrowing my focus was saying, making the hard choice, the hard right choice, saying, all right, I have to sell this business. So about four or five months ago, <clears throat> I talked to, started talking to different groups about selling. And uh, we found a group that ends up, um, has a num number of parks here in town. Um, we uh, had talked to all of our leadership at SkyZone about it and they were very understanding and actually um, worked through this entire process and just this week so when this comes out it'll be a week a week later we are officially no longer the owners of, of a trampoline park skies on levine is no more part of the centers yeah yeah how um one thing i was going to ask is like you said oh i was talking to people like how do you even know where to go to say, I want to sell this huge business? Sure. Where do you find investors? Where do you find, like, I would imagine there's so many loops to go through just as much as there were when you were opening. How do you get in the right room or find the right people that want to take over? This I think that's the scrappy thing? part of just like know, knowing the right people and knowing how to hustle. Uh, this is for me. I, I reached out to the franchise. There were other groups that own other parks that were interested. Mm. Uh, we posted on some websites and did that and I got a bunch of inquiries from there. So we had probably like five, six, seven different groups that were all interested in it. Mm. Um, but it's all just working through the details. You have some looky-loos, some people that are legit, some people want to have seller finance, meaning like, hey, I'll give you 20 grand and I'll then you finance it for the next 10 years. No, I'm not, no. Give me the money. I mean, and then I need to move on. Or like, because <laughs> your mind can't be there anymore. No, you have to and I can't guarantee totally that you're up. gonna you're gonna pay back this loan that you owe me. So for me, it just wasn't a good fit. And yeah, it's a weird feeling that we had this company that we love in our community that we had our kids' birthday parties in for mm -hmm. four or five times, and it's like no more. Yeah. You know, it's a. Uh, it's like an end of a chapter. You said I used to change jobs or something. I he when Ryan was in ministry, every three years he either went to a new position at the church or a new church. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and people say or that's a new job kind of, or a new job. People kind of say that's typical of like youth pastors um, or people in ministry. Mm-hmm. It's like you you really conquered that part of that ministry. And then you're like, OK, let's go. And it was like, sure enough, every three years. And it was always something better for our family or yeah. right for our season. Yeah. And I think when I looked at it, I actually said, oh, look, this was two years ago. I can't do math. It was three. Um, and you said, actually, it was three. And I was like, oh, that makes even more sense. We put our three-year mark on it. Mm-hmm. You did what you could. It's not the right season right now. No. Um, and hopefully Levine is better because of Skyzone being there. and. Yeah the new owners will take it to places you couldn't exactly yeah so our yeah our season's up we did we did a great thing we made money our we, kids are disappointed <laughs> our kids are disappointed that was the hardest thing i had to sit the oh. kids around a hey, we don't have skies on anymore oh i have like a thousand pairs of sky zone <laughs> socks yeah how much did we make dad well oh. i'm telling you, kids you made nothing yeah yeah you're broke. <laughs> you don't. You don't got nothing. I know. And that's none of your business. Mm-mm. Oh my goodness. There's kids. So, and I don't know. I, we'll see what the next next uh, venture is. I can I, tell you, it won't be something way that's not complimentary to Ohana. Ohana deeply. There will be other businesses and other like verticals, but it's not going to be some. Like I have to get seven thousand people to show up to pay twenty bucks a month, and that's not going to happen. No. And and if I do, you just play this video back for, to me, please. I will. <laughs> yeah. uh, the only other thing I would let you do that has nothing to do with Ohana is um oh what's it called those uh, self storage places. Oh yeah, those oh. things are cash cow. Oh, bring on the cash cows. <laughs> yeah, I'd love some passive income. You need like some that. storage units. Bring it on. Yes. I don't want to do any work. I don't want to be a party planner. <laughs> and now the funniest thing is about the skies. I was thinking about we built. We were the first one in um, for this family entertainment area in this area of town. And then two years later, two more competitors parks came in. Parks came into that same corner next door to us, which the landlord did, which is a total idiot move on their part. Thank God I'm out. I I lucked out on that one. Mm-hmm. That was also why one of the reasons I sold. I was like, this I see the writing on the wall for that. And then someone else across the way opened up another park. And there's no way this community and this density of population can handle that much park. So we're yeah. all splitting this 7,000 guest count. So you're gonna continue to see a decline in sales. And, uh, but it's not my problem anymore. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not my problem. And uh, so, but thank you, babe, for uh, going on this ride with me. You know, I don't always have a choice, but. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, you do. No, it was fun and it was a great season. And and you have no more personal guarantees on loans. Oh, thank God. And no more ever again, right? well that's another that's for a different day don't get a small business loan and tie up your personal real estate that is a nightmare and you can never refi and another learning for another day yep but thanks for coming on to your to your uh thanks for having me in my bedroom (laughs) you are very welcome (laughs) (laughs) thanks for joining us today for the sprinter mom with lashes on podcast Be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review. We'll see you next week.